I really have been praying that our communities, our um, our congregation during this lockdown, during this pandemic has continued to be blessed in this season. And there's a word that uh, a lot of people would use to describe uh, 2020. And I've been hearing it quite commonly and I've used it sometimes. And I've used the word uncertain that right now we can find ourselves in an uncertain time. But even though our reality can be uncertain, aren't you thankful that our God is a sure thing? Our God is a certain God. Like He said to Abraham, I will surely bless you and your descendants. And I wanna declare that blessing on all of us today. Though times may be uncertain, the goodness of our God is certain. His faithfulness is certain. He is our rock. He is our strong tower. He is our safety and our refuge. Our God is good. Even though things may be uncertain, the goodness of our God is He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. This is our God. Amen. Can you shout amen? Can you type amen in the comments? Come on, respond with me, engage with me today. Um, Pastor Sam last week, he shared this powerful thought that really struck me. And I wanna just share that thought with you uh, today. Uh, The thought he, he shared was this. He said, we don't experience our reality. We experience our perception. I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna give you time to write it down. We don't experience our reality, but we experience our perspective. And that thought really struck me, but it also empowered me that actually in these times that could be described as uncertain, we may not have control over a lot of things, but what we do have control over is our perspective that we can choose. And because we can choose our perspective, we can choose how we experience the season. And I just think that's, that's, that's a phenomenal truth. It's a phenomenal truth because this is why we can have Miracle Sunday and we can gather a people who are full of joy and generosity right in the middle of a pandemic because we're not experiencing the reality. We, we are aware of the things that are going on in, uh, in the world around us. We are aware culturally of the climate, of things that are going on, but our experience is the perspective of the kingdom in our reality. And that means even during a pandemic, we can be generous. Even during a pandemic, come on, we can praise. Even when things are going on that are just so beyond our understanding and our our previous experience, with heaven's perspective, we can praise Him even louder. We can worship Him even more. And so I've I've just been praying for for all of you, for all of us in this season, man, that we are having this renewed heavenly perspective. And so... uh, (laughs) I, I have a story to share uh, of the difference between reality and our experienced perspective. I'm going to leave the names out of it to save embarrassment for a, a person. 
But when I was in youth ministry at Equippers Church, uh, and I was growing up in the youth ministry, I was, I think I would have been maybe 15 years old. So I was young, and I went to a youth camp, and we all love youth camps. And at this youth camp, it was a long time ago, we didn't have the, you know, the phones we have now, iPhones where you can just take photos on your phone. We had uh, like cam- cameras. I had the, the, you know, where you wind the back of it and you actually take a photo on a camera with film inside and then you've got to go develop the film afterwards. So I had a camera. I would always take a camera to youth camps and I'd always be taking photos of all the fun things that are going on, of me and my friends, uh, etc. And then one day at this youth camp, my camera went missing. And I don't know where, where it went. I don't know who, who had it, who took it, but it went missing. And I, I suppose I just thought, all right, at some point, I'm going to get the camera back. And sure enough, at some point, I got the camera back. So I continued taking photos. And uh, when we got back from camp, I handed the film over to my dad. And I said, oh, dad, can you get these photos developed? So dad said, sure. We jumped in the car. We went to the chemist. And at the chemist, they did, we could drop off the film to get uh, developed. So we dropped the film off, waited for about an hour, hung around, and then picked up the photos. And uh, when, but, but by the time we got home, uh, my, my dad was like, oh, can I have a look at the photos and, you know, see how your camp was? So dad was looking through the photos, and then all of a sudden, the atmosphere in our home changed. And my dad got very still and he stood up and he walked towards me and he said to me, sit down. And I thought, oh no, I don't know what's happened, but something's happened. And he he said, what happened at this youth camp? And he's pointing his finger and there's fear rising up in me. And he says, what happened at this youth camp? And I said, uh, 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 I don't know, like, we just, Jesus was there, there was praise and worship, we played some games, like, it was a good camp. And then he showed me this photo that was in, that, that had been developed, and he said, what is this? And I looked at this photo, and this photo was of one of our youth leaders who had obviously stolen the camera, and as a prank, because he was a prankster, decided that he would take the camera with him and sud himself up in soap suds and take a selfie of himself in the shower half naked. So don't worry, it was just from here up and and, and posing like this. So here my dad is holding a photo of a half naked guy sudded up um, and and he, he, he gives me the photo and he says, what is this? What is going on? And I'm lost for words. I think, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. Uh, and so my dad is experiencing not the reality of the situation. My dad is experiencing his perspective. My 15-year-old daughter has gone to a youth camp where some guy has done this horrid thing and, and there was panic in our house. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And my dad thinks I'm making up excuses. And so my dad's on the phone. And finally, my dad gets this full picture of what's going on, that it was just a prank. And uh, it, was, it wasn't meant in any other way but to be a prank that obviously went really wrong. 
And I share that story to say that actually our perspective of a situation, when we don't have the whole story, can be very dangerous. It can have us very anxious. It can have us assuming the wrong thing. It can have us um, thinking in catastrophic ways about situations that we are in, but because we don't have the full perspective, uh, this is what starts to happen. And I wanna encourage us today that we may not have the full perspective of what's going on, but God does. God knows what's going on. He's got the full perspective. So I wanna encourage you, be very, very diligent in where you get your, where your source of perspective comes from. Be very diligent to ensure that the source of your perspective doesn't come from opinions that are not well-researched on social media or hearsay from this person to that person. Be very diligent to ensure that the perspective that you're going to experience really is one of a fuller picture. And I would argue that the fullest picture comes from God. The fullest picture comes from our God who is sovereign and who is in control, who knows the beginning from the end, right? He is the Alpha and the Omega. He knows what's going on. And so come on, in this season where we might wanna hold back, where we might want to hesitate, where we might want to save some for later, I would say, come on, let's go forward in wisdom and first search out the perspective of heaven. Amen. Can you shout amen? I hope you are. I hope you're shouting really loud. And so in these times, one of the things that I've gone to do is I've gone to the Word of God, right? It's not rocket science, But in these times, I've gone to the Word of God for encouragement as my source to gain perspective, to gain greater perspective. And I I, want to turn to uh, uh, Acts, the book of Acts today, and chapter 1. And I want to turn here because uh, this is a time that you could possibly describe as uncertain. Uh, This is the time where Jesus, the uh, promised Saviour, um, has he has died? He's been crucified. Three days later, he rose again. And can you imagine the disciples? Can you imagine these apostles? Can you imagine them sitting there thinking, "What? This was so far out of our our original thinking of what this was meant to look like. What is going on? Can you imagine the kind of questions? What do we do now? What?" happens, what does this mean for me as a follower of Christ? What does this mean for us as a group of people who follow Christ? Uh, what, what about the danger we were in? Jesus was killed. Are we now in danger? Like w- what's going to happen? And so you can imagine the questioning that's going on. But in Acts chapter 1 and verse 3, it's this really beautiful verse that I I really believe is going to minister to you as you're uh, engaging today. Verse 3 says this, During the 40 days after he suffered and died, he, Jesus, appeared to the apostles from time to time, and he proved to them in many ways 
that he was actually alive. And he talked to them of the kingdom of God. How beautiful is that? Amongst the uncertainty and amongst the questions, for 40 days, Jesus appeared to those whom He loved, His disciples, whom He had walked with, whom He had spoken with, whom He had shared the secrets of the kingdom, whom He had journeyed with. And for 40 days, He just kept proving to them again and again that He is very much present, that He is very much with them. He proved to them that He's alive. And I want to encourage your heart today, no matter what is going on around you, Jesus is alive and He is well and He is strong and He is mighty to save and mighty to deliver. And even in this moment that you would sense in your spirit, in your heart, that He is here, His presence, filling your home, filling those cinemas, filling your location, reminding you He's alive. He is Emmanuel, God with us. There is no need to fear. There is no need to think, I'm not gonna have enough for this season because Jesus is here. So if that's you, if that's you right now and you're just, you're needing that encouragement again, I want you to just take this moment Now, Holy Spirit, I pray you would quiet, quiet the thoughts of anxiety and stress. Quiet the panic. And even in, in, in the storm, we hear you saying, peace, be still. Oh, Holy Spirit, that you would minister to every heart that needs reassurance today every heart that needs to be encouraged, that You are close and You are near, that You know every detail of our situation and You are in control. Lord, that You are working a blessing even among the hard and difficult things and we can trust in You and we can lean on You. I just sense even now in the uh, that Holy Spirit's just speaking to me. People aren't sleeping. There are people losing sleep. It's almost turned into insomnia. And it's, been, it's, it's almost turned into something regular and you're just not sleeping. So right now, I'm just praying for you that God's miracle working power would come as you open your heart now, as you yield Yield control, yield trying to work things in your own strength and strive in your own strength. Come on, yield, yield and say, Jesus, do what you need to do. And even in that surrender, I thank You, Holy Spirit, You're granting peace beyond all understanding. You're granting a renewed joy. You're granting God a, a greater sleep tonight. In Jesus' Name, people are going to sleep a supernatural kind of rest. In Jesus' Name. Come on, it's Miracle Sunday. 
It is Miracle Sunday and I'm praying and believing even now. Come on, your miracle that you're receiving it, it's on the way in Jesus' Name. All right, man, how good is God? All right, we're gonna continue in the Scripture, right? Jesus proved to them in many ways that He was actually alive. And we're gonna go to verse six, Acts chapter one and verse six. When they were together for the last time, they asked. So for the last time, they asked Jesus this question, Master, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel now? Is this the time? And I get that question, right? Master, they're asking, is now that you're going to come through on the promise? Is now the time that all the encouraging and prophetic words of deliverance, is now the time that this is going to happen, that we're finally going to see breakthrough? Come on, I know that your heart might be asking the same question. Is now the time? Jesus, is now the time? Is now the time where you're going to bring about the turnaround? Is now the time when you're going to open the heavens and release that blessing? Is now the time? Is now the time? And Jesus responds like this. He told them, you don't get to know the time. Timing is the Father's business. What you will get is the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes on you, you will be able to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of of the earth. I'm just going to take a moment. How good is that? Is now the time, Jesus, in all earnest, is now the time leaning in, is now the time. And Jesus pivots. Come on, Jesus is teaching the disciples how to posture their heart, how to posture their faith when times are uncertain. Their disciples, they're wanting an answer. Is now the time? Is now the time? They're wanting the information. Jesus, if you can just give me the information, then I will know how to navigate this season. God, if you just let me know when the season's gonna end, then I'll be able to navigate things so that I'm gonna be okay. Jesus, if you just let me know how much longer we're going to have to wait for lockdowns to lift and life to return back to normal, whatever that is, then I will be able to manage my way through this year. But then Jesus says, (laughs) Jesus pivots, right? Because the answer to all of those questions The answer to all of those questions is information so that we can control life to have the outcomes that we want. But that's not life in the kingdom. That's not life with Jesus. Life with Jesus, He says this, timing is not your business. Turn to the person next to you, if there's someone next to you, turn to the person next to you and say, it's none of your business. Come on, say it again. It's none of your business. Turn to the other person on the other side of you and say, it's none of your business either. Exactly. Look, things get dangerous. (laughs) Things can get very complex when we are 
making someone else's business our own. And I love that Jesus pivots the disciples and He says, that's not your business. Timing, when this is gonna end, when the promise is gonna, timing, that's not, that's not your business, that's God's business. That's the Father's business. What your business is, is the Holy Spirit. Come on, He's pivoting them. You don't need information, you need relationship. Having more information is not gonna make your heart more generous, right? But having relationship with the God who is relationship is gonna make your heart more generous. So Jesus is pivoting the disciples and I believe He's pivoting us today. Come on, we have so much information, but the thing that actually changes the very form of our spirit, of our inner being is not information. It's relationship. And it's the relationship. Jesus says, your business, come on, our business is the Spirit of God, is His presence. That's our business, is having relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. Having Holy Spirit lead us and guide us and speak to us. It's the Holy Spirit. And He says this, When the Holy Spirit comes on you, you will be able to be my witnesses. Say witness. Come on, say it louder. Say witness. Even in your home, get a little bit uncomfortable and say witness. That's right. You will be able to be my witnesses. Now, I'm not sure how this lockdown has gone for you. If I were to ask you, what was your witness, your eyewitness account of 2020? I wonder what you would say. But what I love about this passage, what I love about how Jesus pivots the disciples in uncertainty is He says, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, when the Holy Spirit falls on you, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you will be able, God says, Jesus says, you will be able to be my witness. So the perspective changes. When the whole, how, how do we have heaven's perspective? Through the Holy Spirit. Our perspective changes. And all of a sudden, as we journey with God more and more and more, as we have relationship with God more and more and more, we become more like those we are in relationship with. We become more generous. We become more loving. We become more open. We become more wise. We become more influential. We become the people that we have been destined to be. We become destiny-fulfilling people. And so today on Miracle Sunday, I want to encourage us that we, we, we give not because of the information that we have around COVID or our budgets. I pray that we give and we have those things in mind, but I pray that our perspective is through the Holy Spirit is heaven's perspective. Ben and I, uh, we have uh, given um, for Miracle Sunday. We did last week. And, you know, the way that we positioned our hearts to give. um, I've been at Equippers Church. This is 20 years now. 
where Equipus Church has been my home. And I'll, I will be the first to say, this is not a perfect church. <laughs> not at all. But this is the place where I found hope. It's in this community of people that I learned love and I learned it from God and I learned it in my own relationship with God and my personal relationship with God. But I also learned it through the community that is church, through the people that are sitting next to you on the left and right. This is where I learned purpose. This is where I learned vision. This is where I learned that I had a voice. This is where someone gave me the opportunity to speak and for that voice to be heard. It's in this church, in this place, in this community, not in a service, but in this community of people is where I found or my husband found me, where we got married. We were now raising our son, where we have journeyed with many people from when we were young to now, still young. <laughs> and we remember these things. We remember the goodness of our God. And in the middle of a pandemic, where scarcity might be our frame of thinking, in the middle of a pandemic, we get heaven's perspective and our heart shifts and we give not out of obligation. We give not because we expect a return, but we give with great joy and generosity because of all that God has done for us. We give. <laughs>